is decoding the crime verse. 911, what's your emergency? Hello, 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 and welcome back to another episode of Decoding the Crime Verse. I am Danny, and I am joined with Fearless Ego. Oh, okay, so we're still <laughs> on track with his name, guys. You know, <sighs> no, like I, I ran out of names, so I was thinking of oh, the guy. Wow. In fact. The person that we were going to speak about, the name didn't come to mind. So I was like, ah, oh, shucks. Oh, so it's just his imagination <laughs> has run a little bit dry uh, today. Uh, we're going to make sure it's not dry next week. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So obviously we have the, the, the title of this show is a 27-year-old cold case. Mm-hmm. That's pretty vague. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, it's vague. Mm-hmm. That's why you're listening to the show to find out <laughs> what it's about. No, I'm kidding. It's winter. <laughs> you know, we got to draw you in. But one of the things that are always interesting to look into are cold cases and things like hey, that. Things hey. that are unsolved, you know, try put the pieces <laughs> together yourself because you always believe you are better than the actual detectives, you know, because hmm. us crime junkies. Uh, we always we better than the we detectives. Are, we are Sherlock Holmes and we think that we can solve anything you know but we, <laughs> we put of course like of the course. missing piece was put together before they even solved it we saw it coming we saw it coming even mm-hmm. before the person was killed we yeah. knew it was that other person mm-hmm. we knew it no I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> but today we're diving into a cold case which was actually solved not a lot of cold cases get solved um, yeah. and unfortunately cold cases come about because of lack of sufficient evidence or um the trail runs dry or yeah it's just now they just the police really can't figure it out there's no there's no dna there's no forensics there's no suspects there's no leads and then unfortunately cases get put on the side a very famous cold case well not a cold case but something that's never been solved is like Mm. the zodiac yeah and things like that they just they're still they're still there and mm. the, the files are still there but they're not officially closed and so if one day yeah. someone had to decode the last zodiac cipher and we got the identity of the killer then well then they would have solved it so we're coming for you <laughs> <laughs> mm. so this cold case was actually solved by dna from a straw mm, which is very you know, interesting yeah. Because when I read the title <laughs> that Nash sent me, I was thinking straw <laughs> as in like hay that you feed oh, a horse. Yeah. Ah, okay, yeah, no, that's you one. Know yeah. that, 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 that like yeah, yellowy yeah, yeah, straw yeah. stuff, you know, you make the, sure. the thatch yeah, ima- imagine. That's what I, when I saw straw, that's immediately why <laughs> my head went there and not to the straw you drink from. I don't know. I don't know. But I was so intrigued. I was like, how are they going to solve? Because also straw yeah, that's is like what I'm really, also thinking. Like straw is really thin and flimsy, you know? Yeah. How are they going to solve a case? Well, I was very disappointed to Maybe find out. Blood. No, it wasn't straw, straw. <laughs> it was not yeah. that straw. Yeah. So uh, it was another straw. It was the drinking straw. Guys, I can't I, I save the turtles and everything, <laughs> but I can't do paper straws. They just melt in your drink. Yeah. And then I can't drink anything. Ugh, so annoying. Whoever they thought of that, I don't know what you're thinking. No, honestly, so dumb. 
<laughs> that was just crew missing. You know, and then you, especially like when you're drinking like a frappuccino or something, and then by the end, it's also, and then there's uh, nothing uh, coming through my straw. No. Okay, I think this is the part where we like leave the straw. Sorry, guys, I'm prob- very passionate this about paper this. Paper straw. It irritates me. No, no, no. So, a man Mm-mm-mm. got married to the love of his life. You know, mm. everyone dreams of this. I'm sure mm-hmm. Nash has his dreams of getting married one day of course of course you know even guys have this so don't come in with your nonsense that it's just the girls (laughs) because we know guys have it too okay Uh, girls just have Uh, more detail girls will have their wedding venue plan their colors their their wedding Mm. dress when Mm. the guy hasn't Mm. even proposed even sometimes even before they started dating uh, which is just the way the girls minds work i speak from experience experience but anyway <laughs> when before i had a boyfriend and I, every time i used to think of my wedding i would just have a silhouette there in my <laughs> brain <laughs> and then whoever i was gonna marry was just gonna fill the silhouette let's go but yes i, I would still picture my wedding <laughs> it sounds so stupid but every girl does it i remember when i was like in grade one i drew a picture of my wedding and I drew away my wedding cake. And for some reason, I think I only had these colors, but it was purple and lumo green. <laughs> Never <laughs> in my <laughs> life <laughs> would my <laughs> wedding be purple <laughs> and lumo <laughs> green. <laughs> but at that okay. time of my life as a child, that was my dream. <laughs> but anyway, now <laughs> imagine being married to the love of your life only for her to be murdered less than two years later. Yeah. Now, when a woman is murdered, the first suspect is often her husband. Mm-hmm. Or a partner, mm-hmm. and sadly, this is because they're usually the murderer. Okay, Yay. a lot of times there's domestic disputes, and a guy will get yeah. out of hand and things like that. But mm-hmm. this was mm-hmm. not the case in this story. Yeah, in this story, not only did the man lose his bride in a horrific way. He knew the killer's identity and had to helplessly watch him evade justice for decades. That's yeah. gonna be a whole lot worse. Yeah. I'm not gonna lie. Like yeah. imagine like it's one thing to be like it it was a stranger or was a break in. Yeah. But to know and now you see that person and you're like, Every I know what day. you did and you can't do anything. And you're walking so around yeah. Chuck and Cheryl Hall were young. Only 22 and 20 years old and madly in <laughs> love when they married in 1979. Their wedding photo shows a couple clearly in love and <laughs> Chuck's smile look wider than a kid's on Christmas. That's Listen, cool. This is a very <laughs> interesting question and you guys can tell me. Ladies, Mm-mm. what do you feel about guys crying on their wedding day? <laughs> Uh, for those who cannot see my face, uh, it's, my it's, opinion it's like is if he cries, I'm gonna cry, and then my makeup will be messed. My so goodness, no, <laughs> no, no, I don't want to cry, so you can't cry because if you cry, I'm gonna cry, and that's not fine. No, so that's I mean, my, I, I'm hum- curious. I know some girls are, I know my one friend from school is like, if her husband is not crying, she will walk back down the aisle and she'll wait there and so he cries. Okay, I know that. I, I also know someone who's that's very dramatic. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. and he <laughs> said, I have never been happier. Hmm. They were soulmates. And this was said hmm. by Jackie Styles, who was Chuck's younger sister. That's good. But the newlyweds would only have 20 months be- together before the unthinkable would happen. Hey. 
On September 9, 1981, Chuck came home from work around 6 p.m. and found Cheryl partially clothed and hanging from a bedroom doorknob. So it's not sure. even it's like sure. your your average yeah. Like, you know, crime scene. It's quite a gruesome crime scene. Yeah. I don't know what I would do in that situation. Okay. Yes. And seeing his bride strangled to death sent him into a horrific state and it was gut-wrenching sure. enough but his shock was compounded by his shame that he wasn't there to prevent the attack sure. and this is quoting cheryl's mother i don't think chuck ever got over the fact he felt like he failed to protect her yeah Okay. Obviously, Cheryl's family didn't blame Chuck for the daughter's murder, but Chuck never stopped blaming himself because mm. actually, apparently, um, he used to come home for lunch. Yeah. He had like a two-hour lunch break. So, like, could come home to eat food because it's nicer to eat food at your house than at a, a workplace. And I can't remember what happened that he didn't go that day. And I mean, hey. you can imagine the guilt. Like, yeah. one day I don't go, this this ends up happening. Ish. Anyway, yeah. police noticed that there was a signs of struggle at the crime scene. However, there was no evidence of a break-in suggesting Cheryl knew her killer. Apparently, they had just, like, put these new type of locks on mm. the door. And, like, so they knew this wasn't a break-in. Yeah. And, unfortunately... That makes it worse. Yes. Because it means she openly opened the door for this person and let them yeah. into her house. Mm -hmm. Anyway, Chuck strongly suspected Larry Galloway. Okay. A friend and co-worker who only lived only miles from the couple. A few weeks before the murder, Cheryl confided in a friend that Larry had invited himself over while Chuck was at work and made her feel extremely uncomfortable. So basically, mm, just being mm, mm. a pig. Yes. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's and as a, a female, that is always the worst feeling to experience when you're getting that unwanted attention. Like, it is just like, you feel, you feel helpless because what are you going to do against a guy? Yes. Yeah. I, I know for a fact if I punched him, I'd probably get injured, not him. Ish. So, you get what I'm saying? So, I can understand how that must have been horrible for her. Mm. Unfortunately, Larry was no dummy. He was not stupid. He refused to take a polygraph test and he refused to cooperate the police. And from that point on, he was carefully... He was careful never to discard any item that would have his DNA. So clearly covering his tracks. <laughs> Cheryl's family took Larry to court to compel him to provide DNA sample, as in, um, like, do a warrant. Yeah. But the judge sided with Larry because he said there was insufficient evidence and Ish. ruled against such an order. Aish. Without concrete physical evidence, the police had no choice but to wait it out. Months became years, became decades, and still Cheryl's Ugh. case remained cold. While Chuck and Cheryl's family remained paralyzed with grief, Larry went on to become a family man. He also thrived professionally, becoming a popular conductor with mm. Union Pacific Railroad. So he's living his life all happy chappy while mm, mm, mm. the yeah. other family has been he succumbed to tragedy and yeah. have been yeah. 
succumb to grief. So the fact that the police had no grounds to arrest him seemed to embolden Larry. It's like, you know, when you make them cocky. Yeah. yeah. When Cheryl's mother called Larry and told him, you're going to get what's coming to you one day, Larry replied, bring it on. That is for me like an admission of guilt in itself. Okay. Yeah. Fast forwarding to 2008, 27 years after Cheryl's murder. Hmm. Larry must have thought that the police had long forgotten an old dusty case back from 1981. I mean, when you've gotten away with it for 27 years, I think you probably think I'm in the clear. I'm done. What Larry didn't know was that new detectives were assigned to Cheryl's case and one was determined to nail Larry at all costs. Let's go. Weeks of surveillance paid off when detectives followed Larry to a Chili's restaurant. Hmm. After Larry finished his meal, the police swooped in and collected the plates, utensils and straw from his table. Hmm. And DNA from the straw matched DNA found underneath Cheryl's fingernails. Because obviously, like we said, there had been a struggle. So she obviously fought. Now, despite the positive DNA match, this was far from a slam dunk case. (laughs) The prosecutors only had one chance to do right by Cheryl and didn't want to screw it up. Aware that it was far from ideal, the prosecutors actually offered Larry a plea deal of voluntary manslaughter and a 10-year prison sentence, (laughs) which because of sentencing guidelines at the time, Larry would only serve half that time. For a family who waited nearly 30 years for justice, contemplating such a pathetic plea deal was an agonizing decision. Cheryl's mother explained why they reluctantly agreed to the plea in the end. And she said, we're not gamblers and justice for Cyril was not worth gambling. So they didn't mm. want to take her to court and risk them losing the case. And yeah. then um, Larry walked free. So they're like, yeah. well, 10 years is better than nothing. Yeah. Chuck tried his best to move on after Cheryl's death. He remarried and had two sons. He was a loving father and tried his best to make his marriage work. Still, the marriage was doomed from the start as no woman could ever compete to his beloved Cheryl. Life seemed to throw Chuck one curveball after another. He continued to suffer from severe post-traumatic stress. And in 1998, he was seriously injured on the job and had to take disability. In 2008, Chuck lost part of his lung to cancer and went into remission only to have the cancer return in 2015. But since uh, the final... But the final insult came in 2016 when Cheryl's family was informed that Larry had been released from prison 428 days earlier than the five years that were initially told he would serve. Already a broken man, this news devastated Chuck and his health deteriorated rapidly. The only comfort that remained for him that he would soon be reunited with his one true love and he actually did die shortly after from the cancer. Yeah. It's hard to find a silver lining in this heartbreaking love story. Larry refused to give Cheryl's family a motive for the murder. So in the plea deal, Mm. it said he just had to confess. He didn't have to say why he did it. And giving them nothing to help process his senseless act of violence. Larry may have killed Cheryl swiftly back in 1981, but there's no doubt that he's... 
he slowly killed Chuck over the subsequent three decades which i do agree because mm. your mind is a very it's a very powerful tool and so when you are constantly i mean you see even when people are depressed and stuff when they yes. come to things like their thoughts and stuff that can lead to self-harm and mm. suicide and so that whole grief and the blame and the guilt i think probably really did eat away at mm. chuck i mean you forget that they were 21 22 and 20 which means they got he would it would have been like murdered at 24 22 i mean mm. that is a hectic thing to go with and to come home and find her body knowing that if you had been there this pro i mean that could eat up at you for the rest of your life sure. if you don't get restoration through christ and things like that i mean that can completely destroy you mm. and so mm. i do agree and as for larry i mean i even watched an interview he had with the police he couldn't have cared less yeah 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 that arrogant he couldn't have get uh, he probably went over type. he probably knew that chuck wasn't coming home and thought he was going to yeah. take his chances and get what he was wanting from her he obviously wanted her mm. and he went and there was probably a struggle and he probably got so angry that she wasn't giving him what she wanted that out of that anger strangled her yeah but i mean like he had absolutely no right to have been there in the first place mm -hmm. or even demand those things from her never yeah. mind take her life and then not to even show remorse about it but sure. to be like how many other women did he take advantage of them then yeah yeah because if he was willing to do it to her they might not have all ended up with murder but how many women did he actually assault mm. Probably if they had or to make think he could have his way with. Yeah, yeah. Probably has done. I wonder if he's still other alive. Stuff. Let me Google him. Hey, I'll Google hey. if he's still alive. Probably. Uh, he's probably still alive. Yeah, walking around. Out uh, free. Hey, imagine doing whatever uh, that he's doing. Hey. Uh, yeah. He's still alive. Probably even moved out, went to another country, you know, travel. No, he passed away in January. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait, wait. January is in 2023, yeah. January. Yeah, 29th of January. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, at, at age 81. 81, okay. Mm. Yeah, okay. For you to actually also get to that age and you... And you I, felt I, no I remorse your yeah. entire life? Yeah, yeah. I still don't know how he got out of prison so easily. For me, yeah, that, that if that I was in that situation, it wasn't gonna be horrible. Yeah. Because not only did you wait like thirty years to put him in prison, but then he didn't even serve five years. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I mean, what? The system. I have a problem with the system. I do have a problem with but the system. I, I, I do give, uh, you know, uh, a round of applause to the officer who got him into jail. The fact that you are determined. No, so I do agree with that. Like, that hats off the fact that you didn't yeah. let this sit. I mean, if, yeah. if they could have very easily put this into, mm. sh into storage and yeah. never looked yeah. at it again. The yeah. fact that someone was so determined to find out what happened to yeah. that, I, I commend that. Because yeah. that's also... 30 years later, I mean, that is very difficult to try. It's one of the yeah. things like trying to decipher who was Jack the Ripper. I mean, you can't do that when it happened like nearly yeah, and uh, you 200 also don't years get, ago. How are you uh, going to how are you going to figure that out? Yep. You got absolutely not. And especially with the Jack the Ripper cases, they got rid of the evidence because they thought they'd never solve it, which is 
by far the worst decision that they have ever made. But that's yeah. beside, that's a story for another another day. But I mean, the fact he was willing to keep going. I mean, how many cold cases are mm. sitting in storage? And if one person decided, you know what, I'm going to give this a second look. Yeah. How many cold cases would actually be solved? Yeah. Unfortunately, the pile of real cases are so high that to take on cold cases is also a bit of a stretch because unfortunately we live in a world of crime we just need people who are determined that's all i mean but I yeah I, I thought one determined I, I, person I, 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 <sighs> I, i'm glad that the family at least knew who did it i just yeah. i feel i wish i agree the mom said she just wished she knew why yeah why yeah. did you kill her and yeah. he, he was not interested in telling them i could see he yeah like yeah he was he was meh he's like whatever i do not care at all and i think that is so horrible mm, mm, mm. That is horrible. Yeah, especially yeah. for the family. Yep. But that is the case of Cheryl and Chuck. Yes, and if you are a determined officer, please go and look for those Yeah, straws. go have a look straws. at those cold cases, those straws, you uh, know. Glasses, all of them, yes. Yeah, Get but otherwise, we will see you next week. Yeah, yeah. that simple become part of the family today because radio has never been better with active this is radio on demand what you want when you want it it's active fm radio has never been better baby this is active fm go to www.activefm.co.za for more for more for more Active FM Radio has never been better.